You have questions? We have answers. We're two Southern moms on the backside of raising kids. And we have some things to say. We've lived life, made mistakes, and learned some lessons. Join us for answers to the questions you just want to ask your mom. Hey, welcome to another Just Ask Your Mom podcast. I'm Renee Sproles, and my co-host and I, Bonnie Blaylock, sat down with Rachel Farrell, who's a realtor in Tullahoma, Tennessee, back in August of 2022. She wanted to talk to us about choosing a home and the things you'd think about um, when you have kids and the, the things you'd want in a home and the ins and outs and dynamics of moving. And so we thought this went really well with our home series. So we are sharing with you that interview that we did with Rachel. You can find her on Instagram at Rachel Farrell Realtor. That's two R's and two L's in Farrell. And she serves Middle Tennessee with the Keller Williams Realty. She's a super fun mom, wife. She has two boys and Her desire as a realtor is to help people live outside their mortgage by buying homes they can afford and using the rest of their resources to live the life of their dreams. Amen to that. We love Rachel and are so happy to share this with you. Today is a great day made even better by two longstanding friends, Miss Bonnie Blaylock and Miss Renee Sproles. They are the co-hosts of their own podcast, Just Ask Your Mom. Yeah. Yeah. How are y'all? I'm so glad you made the yeah. trip to Tullahoma. It Happy was to be here. such a beautiful drive. This is gorgeous out here. You live in a wonderful place. Thank you so yeah. much. I think so. When we moved out here, I felt like I was moving to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> but everywhere is coming here. So That's I'm, right. I'm taking it. I'm yeah. loving it. We so. didn't see any grocery stores on the way. Oh, I'm sure they're here somewhere. They must be. I'll send you. We have Publix and Kroger and Aldi. Oh, we have yeah. Walmart. We're about to get an Ulta, Marshalls, Old Navy, oh, Ross. We just came in the wrong way. Well, then I could just live my life no, here. You've no, already no. named all the places I, I need to live my life. Goodwill? We have a Goodwill. Okay, then yes. I'm done. Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. Starbucks. Yeah. We've got lots of great stuff. Yeah, but okay. when we moved here, we we drove up onto Jackson Street, and I thought, we really are in the middle of nowhere. And then I saw Joann's, and I saw Starbucks, and I saw Chick-fil-A, and I was like, I can be a mom here. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I can do this. Mm-hmm. We can we can be caffeinated. We can have chicken, the Lord's chicken, <laughs> right. and we can quilt. I'm done. Let's You're do done. it. That's all you did. Yes, absolutely. So you didn't come in the wrong way. You came in the right way, and then you'll leave the 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 commercial the way. commercial way yeah right. absolutely okay. but I'm so glad you came here so so Bonnie and Renee are the moms of um, four there's four kids between you and they were in the youth group that I interned at North Boulevard Church of Christ back I don't even want to say how many years ago that was I was thinking about I that know. earlier I was, I was like, too it's been a long time <laughs> and now your your kids like. They have PhDs and children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yes, crazy. Yes, they do. Yes. You were one of my very favorite interns. So fun, the funnest. And I'm so glad to just get to be here with you today and talk a little bit. Stuff. Yeah. It's like a different, a different yeah. stage. And what I love is that y'all have run this race. You've run this race and you're in a different part of it. And now I'm like in the throes of, I, I took a, I took a bath earlier and I had to pull like all of the little boats out. And oh, I had, so many toys. again, my yeah. Starbucks and I'm like, okay, is it the kid's shampoo or is that my shampoo? Like <laughs> what goes next? Totally different stage of life than where I was, but I love it. All of them have been, all of them have been a lot of fun. Yeah. So, so the topics of my podcast, 
podcasts are typically geared towards real estate, marketing, and real life. And y'all, just ask your mom, I feel like are a perfect connection with the real estate world trying to determine what kind of house do I need with my children? How do I, how do I function in a house with kids? How do I move with kids? Mm -hmm. So Mm. many questions. Do you have just initial thoughts? What, what do you think? Gosh. You're like, where do I start? Yeah. Well, you've moved with your children yes. way more than I have, but I moved as a kid all the time because military. Oh, okay. Military people have this down to a science, so we would have people come in, pack it all up for us, and then you're gone the next day. And as from the kid's point of view, that's nothing but fun. Gotcha. It was, it was really fun to go to a new place, and um, the funnest thing about a new house is you get to um, have all these open spaces and empty rooms. I don't know if your kids did this when you moved, oh, but that's yes. the first thing. You run as fast as you can all through the house. Definitely. Find all the new places. All the explore. closets are rocket ships. I'd find chairs in oh, closets yeah. oh, because yeah. we're we're going to outer space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's sad when you actually have to fill it with your yes. things you live mm-hmm. with. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's a lot when you move with kids. So um yeah, from the parents' perspective, it's a, work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> Because you're packing up everything that you own and taking it to a new place. We did have movers usually um, pack us up, and then we would unpack it ourselves. Or if we were moving where there were friends, they would help us. Mm-hmm. But not always were we doing that. Sometimes we were moving to a brand new place. Right. And so you just lived with boxes, which, again, kids think is really fun. Right. To have a lot of boxes, and then you're unpacking them, and the boxes are the toys and, and all that. And paper everywhere that you can crawl yes. through. Yeah. So yeah. Ages. But for the parent, it just depends on your disposition. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I'm really affected by my surroundings. So when things are out of place and are not beautiful, I get very sad. Same. And so that transition was like, how can I just expedite this as quickly as we can to make it feel like home? The kids, I think, are not feeling that way. That's so funny. Okay, so I'm sort of the opposite. I've got like one third of the table and then two thirds of the table. When we first got married, we've moved four times. We were in an apartment and we've owned Oh, no, we've moved five times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were in an apartment. We lived in Smyrna. Then we moved to Reedyville. And then we moved here. And then we moved across town here. Um, so, and three of those moves, four of those moves had children. I'm so sorry. Wow. I've got this. The very first move, we were newly married. We had been married for like six months and we moved to Smyrna. Back in 2013, whenever you could buy a house for almost a thousand. $100,000, mm-hmm. which is unheard of now. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so we moved there and everything was beautiful. Mm-hmm. We had all, like all the walls were painted. All the furniture was picked out. It was put in the exact right spot. <laughs> and then the children came along and now it's like, okay. And then the children. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Whose room comes first? Baby's rooms. We need to make sure that we can nap and we can sleep and everything else will come as it may. I mean, I still have boxes. It's been eight weeks and it's either... It's either we make it to school almost on time or mommy unpacks boxes. Yeah. So we're yeah. making it to school almost yeah. on time. It's a trade-off. It's a trade-off. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is. That's so funny. Um, so I think one good thing when you're moving with little ones, I'm sure you just sit it. Make sure the baby's room is good because you got to keep those routines. Yes. Naps, you know, food, yes. snacks, essentials, toilet paper, light bulbs, and baby toys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gotta have them. Mm-hmm. Toilet paper, light bulbs, and baby yes. essentials. <laughs> you I heard love it here. That. You heard it here. Right? <laughs> this is going to be a graphic. I'm going <laughs> to turn this into something. What do you need to move with children? Toilet paper, light bulbs, baby toys. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And the routine is so interesting to me, too, because, again, back to, I think both of y'all are routine-oriented, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh uh-uh, uh, not so much. Like, I'm up when I feel like it, I'm down when I feel like it. My children, Logan is like me. 
I mean, he can sleep. He can sleep minimal, wake up, and have a, a bunch of energy. JD rocked my world. Like, the moment he was born, he was on a schedule. He ate at specific times. He slept at specific yeah. times. He needed, like, 19 hours of sleep a day, uh-huh. which I thought was beautiful. But then it was also so complicated because my day was JD's day. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that, whew, girl. <laughs> I love y'all. I could not. It, it was a struggle for the first two years. We're better now that he doesn't take naps. But Logan was the exact opposite. So yeah. moving into a house with him was was a whole lot easier than moving in with uh, mm. moving in with JD. And you do want to think about that um, because it is affecting everyone. Yeah. And you're the grown up. And you do really need to know your children well, as well as you can, their dispositions and how they're going to be kind of navigating this. Is it a big grand adventure? Yes. And we don't have to have a lot of things exactly as they were or does that feel really disorienting and yucky and you want to stretch I mean that's listen that's adulting that's mothering (laughs) is like you stretch and do all the hard things right and you become a better person on the other side of it but yeah you and I really do feel like the mom runs that play yeah I mean certainly David helped me but like that was really my call and so I I was like here's what I need done let's do this and he kind of let me let me kind of take lead on that. I love that. Mm -hmm. So how did you, did you include your kids in the moves? So how many times Mm -hmm. did you move with kids? Yeah. So we moved, oh goodness, in Murfreesboro alone back again, back when you could buy a house for 130 bucks and sell it for 150, 175 in a couple of years and just keep, just keep doing it right Right. over and over again. So we moved with children three times maybe in Murfreesboro. And then we moved to um, Indianapolis, Indiana. Right. And then we moved to Greensboro, North Carolina. And then we moved to a rental house in Murfreesboro, back home again, and going, okay, this is kind of where we're landing. Right. We want the last house. This is, Lord willing, here to the nursing home kind of house, right? <laughs> right. So we were like, let's take our Master time. on the bottom, yes. easy access. Yes. And we had like junior high, upper elementary age kids, and we're like, we just liked them to stay put because we've done so much moving around. And so right. then that we had one more house that we built and then done. Right. Um, but yeah, so... That, all that to say, a home is really what you make it. So yeah. I, I'm kind of envious in some ways of like you or my friends who, Bonnie, raise their kids in one house and you can mark all the heights on the door frame yes. and they, that's, what, that's what they grew up in and that's where they come back to. Right. And my kids won't ever have that. And yet um, it's a place that's filled with love and filled with memories and um, it really is and has become in the last 10 years. We've never stayed somewhere 10 years. It's amazing. Um, it's been coming the last 10 years. It's our place. It's our home. I love that. I remember when you moved there yeah. and taking the tour, and it was like the first time I had seen industrial. And it was so cool. Yeah. Back, I loved seeing Back when gray was the new thing. Like, it was. gray everywhere, but yeah. Yes, yeah. it was a fantastic, it was a fantastic home. So moving with kids, including them in the process, letting them, um, how do you feel about kids packing their own boxes? I think the older ones can do that. I mean, the younger mm-hmm. ones are just going to throw in the China doll with the, you know, heavy books and Legos. So that could be a disaster. Mm-hmm. Yes. But um, older ones, for sure. I can remember doing that myself. And when we moved one time when our kids were, the oldest was in third grade. And they pretty much did their room. They did their own thing. Yeah. And That's they were awesome. excited to unpack in, in their own room. Mm-hmm. And put their own things in their in their place. Logan got mad at me. We did an accent wall in his room. We have a green, one green wall and it has dinosaurs on it. And I thought this kid, he's going to be thrilled. I can't wait for him to see it. And then the other three walls are like a really light, like kind of off white color. 
nope, he was mad at me. He wanted every single wall mm. to be green. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I should have consulted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did and not consult the three-year-old. That's a good point, Rachel. Like we did to help them feel, especially when we did a big move where they didn't know anyone. Mm-hmm. We was like, we were like, uh, we was like, we was like, we was like, uh, I homeschooled. <laughs> They're doing great. <laughs> They're doing great. They're doing great. No, I let them choose their paint color. Yeah. And just said, hey, how do you want your room decorated? And we we picked some special bedding and pictures to go on the walls for each of them. Um, now they ended up sleeping in one room together. Right. Which I also was cool with. I'm like, if that's what you want to do, I'm, I'm all for it. You right. don't have to be in that room that we painted for you if you want to be with your brother. Absolutely. Yay. That's great. But yeah, we definitely involved them in that. And I will say a, a big mistake I made being kind of a task-oriented mom and just like, let's get it done and let's be efficient. I did clean-outs before we moved because I knew, you know, you've just done this. Yes. There's so much stuff. And so you're like, if we don't have to pack it up, if we're not really using it. Mm-hmm. And so I got rid of a whole like set of Emma's Polly Pockets. And she never, she never pulled them out the whole Does time we lived there, feelings? right? Oh, I just feel for Emma. And I was like, you know what? Um, you don't have, Emma feels all the feelings about this. Not you don't fully. have to also feel the feelings. <laughs> or, I mean, just guarantee you I'm there are plenty of feelings. I'm the feelings. <laughs> because, listen, like, I legit had to apologize in adulthood oh. for that because it was kind of a sticking point. It was like a, it was traumatic for yeah. me to, like, even though if it was a toy she wasn't using, it, you know, it needed to go in a box and go with us, and then we could maybe deal with it when we got there. That so. is such an interesting perspective because as millennials, I, we have, I think, a minimalist mentality now where all of us are like, I need one spoon. Yep. I need, you know, <laughs> yeah. one cup per person, <laughs> wash it, mm-hmm. it's fine. Where our children, I, they, they're kind of hoarders. Like my, my boys are a little bit of a, they'll look at a rock and they want to keep the rock. And I don't want the rock in the house because it messes with my aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I mean, the box <laughs> is an aesthetic, that's for sure. But mm-hmm. you know, there are things about, about what they want to collect and keep. And when we were moving, I thought if it's broken or you haven't played with it, it's going to go. Mm -hmm. But then when they got involved, they they really did. They started getting upset. And I really don't want to send them to counseling one day for that. (laughs) But to think through, like, I can can purge my belongings. Let's work through this together with you. Let's try and at Mm -hmm. least talk through. This is why. In their heads, they're they're already going through this huge transition. A a whole new place, maybe a whole new town, school, friends, church, all the things. Let me just keep my stuff. They're losing a lot. Like, all I have mm-hmm. is this box just of stuff. Let me stuff. keep Polly yeah. Pocket. Yeah. So. I should never have told you that. You shouldn't. <laughs> should never have told you that. I'm going to make that. that a graphic, too. <laughs> <laughs> Things to get rid of, not oh, Polly Pocket. Not, and listen, they're probably worth something now. Like, they you can't even find are. that version. That no. version does not exist. I oh, think it's a choking It's hazard. a choking I was about yeah. to say, I bet they would have swallowed it. It would have been a thing. <laughs> Um, okay, that's such that's so interesting. That's so interesting. Okay, so you've moved with kids multiple times. Now, when you're looking for a home, I, I mean, I feel like, of course, it depends on price range. It depends on, you know, of course, there's there's constraints within people's financial ability. If you were able to look for a home with no constraints as a parent, what are some simple things that you can look for yes. that you need? I thought that I know the thing about the zone bedrooms is really big. But I never wanted that because, as w- well, when I had little bitties, I wanted to get up and just, I don't want to walk 15 miles across, across the, house. the house or up right. the stairs. I want to have them right there. So for our first house, we did not have zone bedrooms. Worked out fine. Second one, we did. And they were older, so it was good. Right. We needed some space. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing I think 
probably you're seeing real just decide what what season of life you're in what you might want yes and it's okay to move I think that's the thing that that I see people struggle with the most is that they they want to pick a house and they imagine being there for 30 years and while your mortgage is 30 years you don't have to be there for 30 years if your life has changed and you need to change homes it's okay mm-hmm. um but anyway go ahead you were talking about yeah, stairs steps. next like our uh, well the house we live in now we moved we had a third grader and a first grader and there was a catwalk Oh. And we have a young son who, you know, I'm a magic second story. Oh, How fun him. is it to jump from the balcony to the couch below? What, what could go wrong, really? So I know that happened a couple times. I found out later. <laughs> so, oh, he actually did it. Oh, yeah. I and friend, didn't I get have injured? Who did it as well. They yeah. threw their mattresses down to the foyer and jumped. This yeah. went on for years you, without the parents you can knowing. tell them all the things, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, mm-hmm. they're not going to know. They're not going to do all no. the things, probably. So yeah. oh my safety goodness. stuff like that for yeah, unreasonable children, it's just, yes. you got to think about that. Yeah. Well, and at least if you've got, besides a catwalk, you can't really put a, you can't really put a, a baby gate on a catwalk. No. But for stairs, our second home um, was a two-story home, and all of the bedrooms were upstairs. And I was terrified that JD was going to get up in the middle of the night and try to walk to my room and miss, and then land down the stairs. And he's mm-hmm. fallen down the stairs a couple of times, but we put baby gates on the top mm-hmm. and the bottom of the stairs. Funny story, it's not my children that we have to prevent from getting injured on stairs. It's me. <laughs> when we moved to the third house... It was just a playroom upstairs. All of our bedrooms were downstairs, but I was upstairs. And a story that I do not feel like sharing why on air, <laughs> I will tell you later. <laughs> I ran down the stairs and I I hit my foot on the baby gate and broke it. <sighs> like my fifth, the fifth metatarsal bone. It's like this bone yes, right here uh, in yes. my foot just, just snapped like a twig. Oh, Rachel. It was you awful. were really running. I was. Can, can we just like. The hazards of children. 20 questions. Had you eaten Mexican <laughs> in the last 24 hours? <laughs> Probably, but that was not, (laughs) correlation is not causation in that scenario. Okay, so here's what it is. Since you're, so this is just ask your mom. Okay, this is confession time. Just tell your mom, that's right. We can do this. Okay. I was sleeping in the bed with Logan. He was six months old. He had just started rolling over, but barely rolling over. My husband's an x-ray tech, and it was like, you do not sleep in the bed with our children. He's seen too many injuries. He had just started working night shift, and he was asleep on the couch. So I'm in bed with Logan, and we're asleep. I needed to print something off. I can't even remember now because that was before I was even working. I was a stay-at-home mom. Why did I need to go print something? The printer's upstairs. So I go upstairs while Logan's asleep. I felt like he was contained enough. He was not. He rolled out of bed. I heard him hit the coffee table. Like I heard my coffee spill and I heard him hit my side table. And so I flew like like a ski. Like my feet were skis down the stairs. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Hit that bottom step. Landed on the ground. I knew I had done something. But I look at Logan who is laughing and smiling and happy as a lark. And I was like, did you hurt yourself? And he's like, I mean, he's fine. The kid's resilient. Uh Uh But I touched my foot and I felt like I felt the movement. I didn't tell my husband for like nine months. (laughs) I got up. And he heard something happen and he said, what happened? And I said, I, um, I just fell down the stairs. I think, I think I hurt my foot. And he was like, I'm sure it's fine. And I was like, oh no, (laughs) I flew down the stairs. Uh I think I broke my foot. So I get in the car and I call, I 
just called my mom <laughs> and I said, <laughs> look, Logan's fine. Here's what happened. I broke my foot. I know it. I need you to meet me somewhere. Oh. And so when we looked at the x-ray, the x-ray tech was like, you cannot drive anywhere you need to go you need to go and so when I called Nick and told him he was just baffled he was baffled how could you have hurt your foot by walking down the stairs well six months later I cried because I can't keep a secret (laughs) and I'm standing in the kitchen crying and he looks at me and he was like what's wrong and I was like I have to confess something to you (laughs) and I told him and he was fine with it but ooh, girl that hurt yeah Ooh, I derailed this train into like (laughs) Are y'all the Pope? Like, what I do know. I need to do over here? Tell us, Pretty much. Just tell that's us, tell us all the secrets. Yeah. So yeah. stairs are definitely something to consider when yes. moving into a new well, home with little ones. We had big fun on our stairs. Like we, we had elementary age kids, and we would get big cardboard boxes and flatten them and oh. ski, you know, a sled down the stairs. Yes. Not ski, not stand up, but we'd sit. That was really fun at that stage of life. It was a, it was a lot of fun, and we would um, – at Christmas time, the kids would make paper snowflakes, and that would be our oh, garland, like up, the, up stairs, the stairs, and so many fun, yeah, so many fun memories. Bonus room, like I dreamed oh, of a bonus room, room, room when I didn't yes. have one, and the kids were small. Just a place for all the toys to go. Definitely. Like a legit, a legit, bo- like family mm-hmm. space to be mm-hmm. able to climb on a couch, watch yes. TV, to be able to say, okay, no TV, play with your toys. Um, and to yes. go and do that. So if you do not have the ability or if there is not availability for a bonus room, how would you consider containing toys, creating, you know, zones in a house for play spaces? Creative storage for sure. Mm-hmm. And also kids for the most part have way too much stuff. They get overwhelmed anyway. So we would rotate toys. Mm-hmm. Like oh, nice. 18 or 20 at the most. The rest of it goes up in the closet. Yep. And, you know, when those kind of get rotated and played with, and then the new ones come down, and it's like Christmas, you know, every couple weeks. Yeah, you know, we're raising our kids together, so we're going to have a lot of the same answers because we're sharing ideas as we're raising our kids. So we did the same thing. Also, if they just didn't pick up their toys and just left them out and left them out, that was just a natural consequence. It was like they knew it was going to just go in the bin and go away for a little while Mm. until they could be responsible. to Toy time out. Yeah, to have them out. rooms can be... Messy. Yeah. Yeah, they can. Times infinity. I mean, so we had baskets (laughs) in the den. There was a basket of toys. It's just inevitable when they're little, you know, and we didn't, you know, we didn't have a bonus room. The little kitchen is in the den, you know, the little plastic kitchen. Mm -hmm. And they they had stuff in their room, of course, too. But, um, and then they had separate rooms. I don't know that you always need separate rooms for every child. I know a lot of families who do their kids sleep in the same room. Well, mine did. We had separate rooms, but mine did by choice till they were about, till the oldest was 12. And I loved that because I'm thinking that that's something that they'll have forever are those talk times at bedtime. Yes. Sarah and I used to do exercises because we shared a room. We had bunk beds. And so we would lay in bed at night and we would be like, all right, let's do our leg lifts. One, two. (laughs) (laughs) And then eventually one of us would go to sleep. Um, But there were three of us. And so two of us had to share a room. But I love that idea. Mm -hmm. Like we're two and done. We've got our two boys happy Mm -hmm. as a lark. No Mm -hmm. more children. Mm -hmm. Um, They, I think, could could share a room mm-hmm. if we were down to just you know three bedrooms with no bonus room space mm-hmm. they would love bunk beds a trundle bed Absolutely. something like that and then to have the second bedroom be playroom where Absolutely. i can totally. shut the door well, it's yeah. such a first word problem I mean, it is yeah we just used to all sleep not we personally but people just used to sleep all in one bed and yeah. all in one room that's all you had yeah so uh, this idea of i have to have my own room is kind of 
Yeah, that's not necessarily true. Bougie. Which leads me to the <laughs> thought of a yard. We spend way too little time outside. We've mm-hmm. had a play therapist on our show mm-hmm. before. and Love the, Jamie. That was a fantastic episode. She was, I'm going to link that. Yeah, because the number of minutes children are spending outside, it's, it's a handful. A literal handful of minutes. And so um, we loved, like, the idea of a backyard or a front yard that was safe, uh, like on a quiet street that they could play in. We were in a cul-de-sac in one house. I loved the Mm cul-de-sac with the kids. And you get your bikes and skateboards and scooters out. Or um, fenced backyard was, like, dream the impossible dream when we got the fenced backyard. Big deal. Oh, that was, like, a game changer. And the dogs and the kids and so many fun times in the backyard. Bonus room or backyard, if you had to choose. Mm. Yard. Yeah, I would say yard. It's just yard. so important to get out. If you're, if you're going to use it, you need to get out there. Don't just mow it. Come no. Again. Absolutely. <laughs> I can't wait. Next year, my grandmother has a beautiful backyard. She moved one time, not five times, yeah. um, but she moved one time and she lives in a home that is about the age of this home. Honestly, I chose this home because it felt like, yeah. it felt like grandma's house. Like my Pyrex, it one day will be displayed yeah. in its natural habitat. It's going to be great. <laughs> I love it. Um, but Mimi's backyard is gorgeous. Like she has flowers everywhere. There's so little green space, but I mean, it's like a half acre lot but I mean it's it's because it's covered in things to do there's a pool back there she's got you know a a pavilion there's a little general store looking thing there's things she's collected over the years she's lived there since mom was little and Mm. mom's 23 so 23 Mm. whole years of I'm just kidding she's lived there for a whole lot longer for those of you (laughs) who are not catching my sarcasm um but I want that in this backyard the wildflowers the different seasons of of growth uh for the kids to be able to play with and and do I mean a big a big swing set or Amish made like two thousand dollars? Those things are expensive. They are yeah. big play set or rock wall or whatever. That's cool, but you don't have to have that. No, you can mm-hmm. build a you can build a little pond. You can have in a lot of backyards. Yours is an example. You can have chickens. Mm-hmm. And no one will even know it. They no. can take up a couple square feet of space or a beehive or plant a raised bed garden. All of that stuff is great for kids. Yes. Um, just to play in the dirt. Give them a, a corner of dirt with a bunch of, you know, wood and whatever to build stuff with. They don't need all the We took a couple of ropes and a piece of wood and drilled two holes through it and we had a swing. Yes. we had happened to have an awesome tree. That in, is, in I think, the favorite in the backyard. So mm-hmm. we inherited a swing set when we moved, like a play place. And I thought, this is really neat. I'm so glad that the boys get this. Nick hung that flat, like trampoline-looking swing in the yep. tree, and that is where that's where they stay. Mm-hmm. That's where they go. They hop on it, and Logan is just like spinning his way down on it mm-hmm. all the time. And I love, I love it. it. I love it's it. been it's been really fun. Um, okay, so you're moving to a new town. Mm-hmm. You are in a new space, and you have kids, and you're a mom. How did you meet new people? What was your what was your trick to involvement? Well, first of all, I had this amazing husband who would um, validate my life choices. We were I was a stay at home mom, and then I was homeschooling them. Right, and so I was home with them. We were home together all day, and we we're in a place where we don't know anyone. So right. he made me business cards. He called them my mom cards, 
that when we went to a playground and we met someone. David. <laughs> did know. he? He did. Every place we moved, he did it. So when you we were a mompreneur before <laughs> they, yeah. they ever were a thing. I love yeah. that. So, so I, you made mom friends with business mm-hmm. cards. Yeah. So we could just trade. Of course, now people just probably text their numbers. Right. But that dates me, doesn't it? Yes, no. it does. <laughs> but it was so sweet. I just saved them. Like if, every time we'd move, I'd find them in the stationary drawer because I just couldn't th- get get rid of them. I'd save a couple. I love that. So um, we, I would do that. So we would put ourselves out there. Yes, we would um, visit churches. And that's a hard thing to do because you're you're breaking in. People already have their friends. And so I would just be reminding myself, like, this is just temporary. Mm-hmm. Um, God is with you everywhere you go. And you will eventually also have friends there. Yes. So we would just put ourselves out there. We joined um, like community Bible study because they had a kids program. Right. And so we could meet other like-minded people um we did scouts or you know mm-hmm. american girl for emma that kind of thing whatever that is what was that girl's thing that was a counterpoint to girl scouts whatever that was What's american it? heritage girls That's it. Ooh. when we were in indianapolis there was a troop at our church and we did that and um we met we met friends that way and so all honestly all you need is a few good friends yeah. so it's just a, it's just hit or miss because I'd find somebody that I enjoyed, but the husband was a dud. Or, that, you know, or David would find <laughs> someone he enjoyed. I'm like, oh, no, I cannot do that, wife. Yeah. So you just got to, like, tell yourself the truth, which is it's just going to take time. There's right. nothing wrong with you. No. Or maybe there is, and go get therapy. That's good, too. <laughs> but, you know, you'll find your people. <laughs> my mom has told me that before. She was like, Rachel, this is really fun, but it's above my pay grade. I need you to go find a therapist. And I'm like... Okay, yes. I'm going now. That's Thank right. you very I much. All for some good therapy. <laughs> I believe in it. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. No, I love that. Well, yeah. that's a great way. That's a great way to get involved. When we moved, I grew up in Murfreesboro. And while I know I moved a lot after I got married, it was really quick, like in succession, what what we chose. And we were back in Rutherford County within eight months of us getting married because Nashville was just... Well, it's just gross. It's busy. I'm not a fan of Nashville. Not a big backyard, that's for sure. Um, So we moved back into Murfreesboro, and then after a while, it really became evident to us that in order for us to live outside of our mortgage, we were going to have to move further south. Mm. And it was scary. I'm an outgoing person. It's not very hard for me to make friends. But it was still very intimidating as an outgoing person to move even an hour away Mm -hmm. and try and find friends. So when Logan, uh, we knew one person, Michelle Van Reenen, who is Kristen Hunziker's sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so she's the director. Yes. I'm sure Michelle is fantastic. She's fantastic. She actually used to own this home. Oh, this was her house. This was her house. And so we, sidetrack, she bought a house from somebody that her aunt, was cut her aunt was cutting this person's hair the lady said we need to move to Pittsburgh we have this home that we need to leave um we're we have to put it on the market we're not really sure what to do and Melissa said you need to let Michelle look at it so Michelle looked at it she wanted that house we moved into this house Michelle's cousin Katie moved into our house it was a little a party. It yes. was. It was a total party. Yeah. We blew all the confetti at the end of it because it ended up being like a 120-day process. It was way longer than than it wow. typically takes just yeah. because there were so many moving parts. Mm-hmm. Um, but every family, all of us felt felt like this was the right direction the to go. Right okay, to go, Michelle sure. Van Reenen was the only person I knew because of Kristen. I said, Kristen, I think you're from Tullahoma. Can you please help me find a friend? And so she said, my sister's there. I met Michelle. She's one of my best friends here now, which is fantastic. But uh, John Daniel went to Stepping Stones, which is the Mother's Day Out program. Mm -hmm. And I walked into orientation 
and I only knew Michelle, I'm rocking Logan, who is a baby and screaming in the middle of orientation. And a girl turns around. It's Lindsay um, Harper was her or was her maiden name. But she and I were in playgroup when we were kids together. And so oh, that was like was immediate section. It was yes. a wonderful connection at that yes. point. She's got lots of kids. I've got my kids. We played together and it was great. And that was sort of how how we started getting kind of outside of our, Mm. outside of our box. But that, I think putting him in a two day out, two day program, knowing Michelle and being able to trust, like I can send my kid here Mm -hmm. and he's going to be safe Mm -hmm. was really important to me. But that really was the game changer for us um, to meet other moms and kids, kids, my kids age. And it's such a brief period of time. So it's, it's unlike any other period of time. Once you settle in, you don't have those fresh eyes anymore. And so it's even moving to Murfreesboro, I grew up in Murfreesboro, but we'd been away for six years. Moving back to Murfreesboro, I just relished, like, driving down the streets and seeing everything with fresh eyes. And that goes away, inevitably, after a while. So I would say just embrace that and and just try to... yeah, look for the new, look for the, the the new friend around the corner, look for the new favorite restaurant that you get to yes. go to. Like, and Spinelli's. <laughs> yeah. It's the pizza place. Like memories, <laughs> like our favorite gelato place in Greensboro. I saved the little gelato cups and we pull them out even now and go oh. like, oh, don't you remember how many fun nights after dinner we'd just run, go do a gelato run. And wasn't that so fun? How so fun. You, you just look at it. The story you tell yourself becomes your reality. So you just really need to, to frame it. It's a time of very high stress because your life is kind of all in upheaval. Look at it with um, just the opportunity for new experiences and new friends. Right. And things yeah. are going to change as your circumstances change. Yeah. We, like uh, we met a lot of friends from school because mm-hmm. they just happen to be in the same class or they happen to be in the same sports team or whatever. Well, they're not always playing soccer. They're not always going to be a cheerleader. Things move on and, and you maybe don't see those moms as much anymore, but that's okay. Yeah, you know, or maybe you do, and and you become friends, but the kids kind of separate. That's fine too. So, like you said, you can always move. You're not necessarily in that house for thirty years, but you're not necessarily in every single friendship or relationship for thirty years That's either. Right. You're not stuck with it. Go to go try the book club at the library. Yeah, for a month. If you don't like it. You don't have to stay. It's yeah. okay to leave. I love that. That's yeah. yes, okay. and it's very hard. It's very hard to think about that because you know. I had a conversation with uh, Telehoma Virtual Academy here, and and a lot of times in high school, you know, those first eighteen years, you're looking at what what is the trajectory of my life, what is this, and it feels long term when really everything is just like camp. It's just short short times at different places, and right. that's kind of what makes up the entirety of your life. Mm-hmm. And knowing that when one camp ends, it's not that we don't like that camp; it's that it's time to move on mm-hmm. and go experience something somewhere else. Absolutely. I got one more thing to say about choosing a house yes. that I didn't say earlier. So we, um, to try to kind of take the emotion out of it, mm-hmm. and we're moving somewhere a couple of times where we didn't know the city at all. And so we, <laughs> you're going to not be surprised at this. Uh-oh. We had a spreadsheet. Did you? <laughs> with weighted categories. So I love to cook. So the kitchen is very important to me. So that we would we would go with the realtor, we'd see the house, and then we'd put our scores in while it was pretty fresh, like later in the you day. You put scores in mm-hmm. zero to ten. Oh, I love you. I can't remember. Z- later yeah, because no, you, you just can't. You, what you're working on feelings, but otherwise, that's right? Amazing. So we try, and we're real quick decision makers. Yes. And so we knew we needed to slow ourselves down just a minute. Mm-hmm. And so we waited the cat. Like David, is, the garage was really important, and for me, the kitchen was really important, and the bedrooms are not really so important. They were if they were small, we didn't care. 
because we did our living in the main you know area yes. of the house and so we um i can probably get you something that you could link to to get that i need that in all of the transactions i've done so far nobody has had a weighted like a they're a little extra. Oh, wait. Yeah. they are extra but i think i would like enjoy that. that that would be one of those where i close out and i'm like hey so here's a disclosure can i please talk about this on social media <laughs> Can I share this experience with yeah. you? Because it was such a fun and unique. Well, I remember going into your house and seeing the, um, I will never not think about you with <laughs> instant boil cooktops. Oh yeah. That convection, yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. We don't have one right now, but I'm telling you, if we don't get a gas, if we don't get mm -hmm. a gas stove mm -hmm. eventually, I want, I want that yes. instant boil. Yes. I mean like yeah. that's mac and cheese. My it's kids won't eat in an instant. In an instant. <laughs> You can just move on with your life. Move right through the mac and cheese and go on. Yeah, I talked to um, friends who were chefs and just said, you know, I'm because we're building that house, right. you know, or like you said, if you're replacing an appliance, I said, if you could replace your cooktop, what would you put in? And they said induction because it's the most efficient. It's more efficient than gas. But then I'd have two gas burners in case that the electricity went out and I could still cook. I said, yes. oh, honey, if the electricity goes out. We're going out to eat. <laughs> We're not cooking. It's There's just, no cooking. Like, it's just right. induction. Like, so no caveat cooking. for that, though. You have to have special pans. You do. To use you have to have pans that, that are magnetic, but there's yeah. lots that are. So interesting. But, yeah, so... There you go. I love that. I feel like this could end up being like a three episode, a three episode thing. <laughs> the the cooktop, whenever they said the thing about electricity going out, the last house we lived in, the electric, the electric towers or whatever, I, I promise they were put in in 1823. <laughs> like they were old as dirt and Tarzan himself, I do not think could get to them <laughs> because they're in the hills of Lynchburg. And so our electricity would go out in an ice storm and it would be seven days. Oh. before we would get electricity back. I know. Whoa. So we have like a generator. We have like four things of propane. I have an all four seasons camper out there. Like if it goes out, mama can cook. Mama can sleep and it's oh, warm. Wow. It is. Anyway, yes. I thought that was Which, that And was I think funny. the kids would think that was a big grand adventure. adventure. Oh, they loved it. Oh, the first time yeah. we went to grandma's house, Logan does not do weather. And so he, he, doesn't, do weather. <laughs> he doesn't do weather. <laughs> Unfortunately. Okay, he came and There's lots of weather in God's it, world. <laughs> let me just tell you, live one day in my life and you will see that this child does not do weather. And so he puts his jacket on and he's standing in the middle of the living room and it's like he's got snot coming down his face and you can tell like it's freezing on his face. And he looks at me, he says, I want grandma. I was like, great, daddy's going to drive us in the four wheel drive to grandma's house and we're going to use her Murfreesboro electricity. Mm -hmm. um, but now we're on TUA. We have underground utilities and they do a great job of keeping it up. So I'm hoping that, that my propane it's not needed. Never gets to use. Yeah, just have to do like a little, like all the mems have a family night where you reenact. Yes, the night. absolutely. We would need Mr. Paul to come back over. He was our neighbor over there. Uh, he's the only one on the street with that we knew that had gas. So we were like, let's go warm up in front of Mr. Paul's fire. Here's my kids. Here's so Logie. He doesn't like weather. He's yours now. That's so funny. Well, this was a lot of fun. Do you have any other so like fun. last minute thoughts before? before we go um well just mostly that as much as you care about your house and where you are your kids probably don't mm. um they just want a home and they just are good with mom and dad being cool and your house and all the people in it being together mm -hmm. they don't really care we've lived in japanese quonset huts with rats in the walls and 
I thought it was awesome as a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but your mom didn't think it was so she awesome. She probably didn't, but I'm just saying from but a kid's, from a kid's perspective, perspective, you're right. Like, don't worry about it so much. They are cool with wherever you are as long as you're there together. Yes, what were the rat's names? Did you name them? No. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> My kid would name them all Sammy. We that is his name. Hear Sammy. That. Yeah. You didn't see them. You heard them. Oh, that's so funny. I would say um, mine's going to be a lot more practical and not so from the heart. Bonnie, that was beautiful. <laughs> um, okay, so mine is pick a realtor. And I bet you do this for your clients. Who is going to keep you in the range of the price range that you really need to be? Uh, that was a big blessing for us when we would sit down because we didn't want to be house poor. We really right. wanted to keep it in a particular percentage of our income. And we were blessed with realtors in different states who didn't even show us stuff that was out of range. Right. That's just and mean. Yeah. Yeah. And, mean. and it's tempting. It's tempting you to do something that, you know, that's month in and month out really going to It's affect. not that you can't qualify for that. Exactly. It's that it's not a good choice for you exactly. to be able to live your life and also have a home. Yes. So when we were looking, we'd be going, okay, this is really, if it might even be at the top end of our price range. And we'd be like, this is really beautiful. Now, we only went out to eat like once a month. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, could we even do that? You know, think about, just think about your daily life, Renee. What do you really like to look forward to doing? Do you, do you like to go? out to eat? Do you like to go? Do you like that zoo membership with your kids? What's going to have to go if you do this house? And so the perfect house is not so perfect when it makes you a slave to it. So, oh, yes. Preach. Amen. So that is my mission. It is to help people live outside of their mortgage by buying homes they can afford to use the rest of their resources to live the life of their dreams. It's because we did that. I mean, we bought a home because I wanted to be within 15 minutes of my parents, which I love very much, Mm -hmm. but it just, it was too much on us. Nick was working two jobs. I was waking up at 3 a.m. to teach kids how to speak English in China and like I'm nursing a baby and handing him off to Nick so that I can teach these kids and it was absolutely miserable we couldn't do anything else Mm -hmm. Um, and that was why we chose to move where we moved I mean we wanted we wanted the yard we wanted rooms and we wanted to be able to go camping and like I want to go to Disney World and I want to go to Dollywood and I want to do these things but I couldn't do that in that house so when we moved and felt the freedom that's when that's when I prayed and said, I need a job. What should I do? And he said, you have to share that message. Mm-hmm. And so that is a beautiful oh, way good. to end out this I episode. Knew, I knew you would do that for Freedom. your clients. Well, you want to talk yes. about a spreadsheet that I like. It's a budget spreadsheet yes. to make sure that we're, that we're doing <laughs> yeah. things that we love and giving in places that we love to give exactly. and also able to pay for our home so that mm-hmm. we can come home at night and sleep easy knowing that, that – we can pay the next bill. Mm-hmm. Right. What are you saying yes to? That's my big question. That's right. Because you're saying, you saying yes. don't think of it as all the things you're saying no to. Think of it as what you're saying yep. yes to. Oh, yeah, I love, love that. that. Well, on that note, where can people find you on the social media platforms? Well, we're on Facebook at Just Ask Your Mom. Okay. And on Instagram at Just Ask Your Mom Podcast. Okay. And we have a website, justaskyourmom.com. That's right. How easy is that? Sounds like the bomb.com. <laughs> and so when you when we do an episode, if we have anything to link to, all those will be there as well in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're on Spotify, Spotify and Apple, Apple. Wherever you get your podcast, all just the places. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, thank you so much for making the yeah, trip out. This, this was, was fun. a fun conversation. Oh, it was very fun. I love you, Rachel. I love you too. <laughs> you guys are so fun. All right. Y'all have a great week. If you have any questions that you would ask your mom, reach out to Renee and Bonnie. Have a good one.